Hello, everyone. I'm Brian Zimmerman with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Dr. Tim Court, Senior Vice President of Clinical Operations with Heartland Dental. Dr. Court, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brian. Thanks for the invite. Excellent. So just to set the stage here, can you share with our listeners a bit more about Heartland Dental? Sure. We're uh, the largest uh, dental service organization in the world, Um, currently pretty close to 1,600 practices in roughly 38 states. Um, And we're just, uh, we're excited. We're happy. We're doctor-led and we're very optimistic for the future. Excellent. So, I mean, I I think coming from the Heartland's perspective, being such a large organization, I think you probably have a good perspective on this. But can, can you talk about the current environment with, with DSOs and dental offices sort of as we move through 2022? Yeah, and it's going um, to be an interesting year, Brian. I think we all can... Yeah, um, another, another interesting year. <laughs> We're on a roll here. Exactly. And here we thought a couple of years ago, right? Like, this won't last very long. We'll get through this pretty right. quick. But um, as, you know, as you're alluding to... There's a couple big topics I think that we're going to see, and, and again, it's something that we just aren't super used to going through as dentists over the last several decades. But one is, you know, the the, the easy one, uh, COVID. Um, right now, I think uh, the numbers are starting to drop, which is obviously great news. And I'm certainly not trying to minimize anything that's going on out there, but I personally have heard of more people that have COVID or have just gotten over COVID than any time um, through COVID. Brian, I don't know if you're the same way. Have same. you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's almost shocking. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, we, we as I'm sure a lot of other DSOs and, and groups talk to a lot of doctors and, and epidemiologists um, and other uh, leaders in that area to find out, you know, what they're thinking. And obviously they're optimistic that this could be the the end of the pandemic side of things, you know, short of another variant out there. So COVID's one of them. And then on top of that, we're talking inflation. <laughs> and that's not yep. just on the supplies and lab side, but that's on the on the labor side. As you know, everybody knows we've had what uh 8% I heard of the hygiene hygienists out there have left the uh left the field and a good chunk of those were were you know, hygienists that felt that they were going to retire soon anyway. So who knows if if we're going to see a, a you know another group come back, or if, you know we're going to be able to educate more hygienists. Um, and then patients, Brian. I mean, the last one is you know they're delaying treatment again. We're seeing it here early on in in 2022, and it happened obviously when we went through COVID and had to shut down things. Um, so, it, and it's a worry, uh, you know, as a doctor, that's a, it's a worry whenever anybody has to delay anything on a, on a healthcare side of things, because they don't typically get better. Right. Absolutely. So you laid out just a host of uh, interconnected and, and complicated challenges, but I want to sort of zero in on, on the supply chain side of this just for a bit. You know, I think in the lay media in general, we hear about supply chain issues across industries uh, that sort of affect everyone's day-to-day lives. But I'm curious if, you, if, if we can just concentrate on how these issues and other related shortages are, are really uh, affecting dentists and, and the patients they serve. Yeah, and Brian, you had a good comment because they are super interconnected, <laughs> all these issues that we're seeing. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, obviously, like, you know, like you said, it's because the supply chain has been so disrupted, we're starting to see the increase in, in pricing as well. So inflation is, is connected with those supply issues. And I'm also, you know, we're, we're a little bit, you know, I'd like to be optimistic, but 
you know, once somebody increases prices on things, it's very difficult uh, in the future for them to pull those prices back. So we really think, you know, a lot of these disruptions that we're seeing, we're not immune to them either. So I don't want to, you know, you know, say that there's some type of magic wand that we have, but, you know, we all noticed it through COVID with PPE. We noticed it, you know, even during the holidays here where toys and Christmas lights and it was hard to get stuff. And, you know, the difference between now and when we first started seeing, for example, the PPE issues is it's, I don't know if it's too hard to get stuff right now. It's just how much are you willing to pay for that stuff um, is, is, is the issue. And, uh, you know, as everybody knows, um, you know, I think the data point is usually the Fed wants to get the inflation target to be around 2%, which is kind of how it's been for a long time. We really feel like, uh, I think the recent data said, what, it's about 7% annualized. So we're going to see, unfortunately, an increasing pricing, most likely throughout the rest of this year, and unfortunately as well, uh, probably a stickiness to that higher pricing. Yeah, as you mentioned, it's when, once those prices are high, moving them, moving them back is is a real tricky business. But I, you know, I, I want to hear more about how DSOs are sort of navigating these challenges. Um, and, and you mentioned, you know, you don't really, Heartland doesn't really have necessarily a magic wand, but I do think organizations like yours have have some um, unique, resilient aspects of, of them in in this current moment. Um, so, can you just talk about a little bit what the, what the advantages DSOs kind of have in, in the market right now? Yeah, and that's a great question. There's really two main things. One is um, just the size, right? I mean, when you have thousands of doctors. Um, you know, locking arms and moving forward together to say, hey, here are some supplies that we use routinely and we don't want to pay the same price that we did last year. Um, so we have that ability, just economies of scale in general. You know, we are the largest, you know, short of the government um, uh, buyer of dental supplies in, in the world. And so again, that's just goes to size and our ability to knock on doors and, and suggest, you know, what, what type of pricing we want. You know, very similar. We have fixed pricing. Uh, that's what we're pretty happy about. Obviously, as this inflation starts to uh, rev up even higher, um, again, you know, very similar to uh, the airline industry and in years past when they used to hedge themselves with higher gas prices by, you know, getting into contracts with people. So we we really have a strong strategic sourcing team is really what it is. And they spend literally all their waking hours finding supplies and services and labs, just about everything you can think of. And not, Brian, not from a like find the cheapest stuff, right? It's more of a find what our doctors are using. So find the best quality things, but really drive home a decrease in pricing. So like you said, the real, I guess the, the secret sauce is the, is the size, having a team that's focused on it, and then being as proactive as you possibly can. So again, we didn't foresee this, obviously this pandemic and then some of the ramifications of it, but we did understand years ago that you know things aren't gonna get cheaper and how can we, for the doctors that we support, um, keep pricing down or even uh, make it less than what they're spending now um, as we grow in size. We really appreciate you laying all that out for our listeners. The next question here, we've, we've sort of touched on it and you've alluded to certain things that, that might be coming in, in, in the future, but I want to give space, uh, a, a whole question to devote to the space of what's, what's coming down the, down the line. So uh, can, can you just share how you think supply chain issues will continue to, to shape the dental industry? 
Yeah, I mean, I you can see obviously there's a con consolidation on the dental side. There's a consolidation on the lab side. Um, there's I don't know if you'd say there's a consolidation on the supply side, but you know they're obviously watching the environment and understanding who uh, to play with, who not to play with, and how to keep their pricing. Um, I, I think the time of of um, you know the larger supply companies uh, you know having these humongous margins. Um, is potentially in the past, but yeah, it's it's a difficult thing. And having um, the ability for even more doctors to lock arms, either in group purchasing, um, you know, it, where they can get together and partner, um, is a big thing. But we also have to start agreeing on um, not necessarily all the same products, and we don't, we certainly don't do that on our end because we're we're doctor led and doctors get to pick the supplies, but they do get together. Um, we have a clinical council that looks at a lot of new products and and checks to see if certain doctors like them, why they don't like them. And but yeah, I you know I see us needing to really start talking as one voice if we wanna if we want to try to shake this out in the future. Um, because it's just it's going to get more difficult if you aren't uh, partnered up with somebody uh, to get really the pricing that you'll want. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then thinking just about sort of um, the reach of, of Heartland Dental, I want to kind of zero in here and, and finish the conversation thinking about sort of, you know, the individual doctors here. So can, can you talk more about what Heartland is doing to help support doctors overcome these these really immense challenges? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is, is, is doing a lot of the thinking and piloting and analytics uh, behind the scenes for you. And obviously when I say behind the scenes, it's very transparent. You know, you can see what's going on, what what's what everybody's talking about and working on. But you don't per se, as as a single doctor, have to worry about it. Um, just having teams of people, like I said, the strategic sourcing team that we have, that you know every day is looking for. Hey, you're wearing that type of glove, and now it's not three cents; it's twelve cents. And we're going to go look. You know, everywhere direct to manufacture, whatever we need to do to try to drive that price back down. Um, so I, I think that's you know, like you're kind of alluding to the, our reach and our ability then to say, what is the external environment doing and how do we solve all these issues? And we pull in, um, obviously we have doctors in the leadership positions in the company, but we pull in doctors as, you know, if they, if they want, if they have time to trial and pilot and look at things and give their opinion. And I think that's one of the key things uh, from a dental service organization is to handle some of this really tough stuff, this, these real knotty problems and untangle them for you so you don't have to worry about them. And even being proactive on it. Again, I go back to COVID, you know, the, the moment we all had to shut down in, in quite a few of the, you know, the states and areas, um, literally the next day, it was meeting after meeting on what do we do now to jumpstart this and get back? What can we do for the dentist? What do they need? Let's survey them. Let's talk to them. When this thing blows over, what can we do to be successful? Um, and, uh, you know, every time that we've had this wave and a lull, uh, you know, things have roared right back and actually have done better than we've ever done before. So, um, again, that's a key, I think, to success for any type of group or DSO is uh, taking on the the heavy burden of some of these issues so the doctors don't have to. Yeah, I mean, to, to think about like the, the stressful nature of the work that they're doing to have that sort of, to know that, you, that you've got some real muscle behind you uh, with Heartland Dental has got to be just a peace of mind to say the least. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard enough, right, Brad? I mean, it's hard enough just focusing yeah. on the patient and that endo and that emergency that you have on Monday, uh, let yeah. alone the supply chain. <laughs> so. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, Dr. Court, it's been a pleasure uh, speaking with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Heartland Dental. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com.